Can you stand as we read God's word together? Genesis chapter 20 verse 1 to 7. If you can't find Genesis, come to Jesus. We want to pray with you this morning. We want to really lay hands, lay legs on you. It's, the, it's literally the first book. Even if you have a hard copy this Sunday morning, we're continuing the series. I'm hoping to finish it today. Um, the gospel series. And uh, we, we, we'll be t- Sasha P. Oh my God. God did something awesome today. Uh, just keep looking straight when you get home, not your head. And Abraham journeyed from verse 1 to 7. And Abraham journeyed from thence towards the south country and dwelt between Kadesh and Shore, and sojourned in Gerah. Next verse 2, let's go. And Abraham said to Sarah, his wife, She is my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerah, sent and took Sarah. Can you imagine? Verse 3, but God came to Abimelech in the dream. God is faithful. Talk about the faithfulness of God. Because Abraham lied and our religious mindset will be God will punish him for lying. But God shows up in the dream to Abimelech (laughs) by night and said to him, Behold, thou art but a dead man. There are places where you're trying to defend yourself. God wants me to tell you, I've gone ahead of you and I am your defense. The person isn't here. I'll try my guys over here. There are places where you've been trying to defend yourself. You want to clap back. You want to send your mail. God is saying, I've gone ahead of you and I am your defense. I am very sure the person is in this room and God is saying, you will not have to reply the mail. You will not have to give your side of the story. I will give your side of the story. I don't know who this word is for this Sunday morning. Fret not yourself, my brother, my sister. God has a word for you. I'm about to reply them for you if this is your word say amen somebody you know someone somebody once insulted me in a very special day of my life and i was going to clap back i had the right words to say i was going to just give it back to the person the lord said to me do you want to reply him or do you want me to reply him and i said to god i want you to reply him because everything the lord does is forever so god is still replying him to today god keeps replying so the bible says you know vengeance is mine hold your peace and let god fight for you abraham is really a man of faith for going to sleep when somebody took your wife and i'll show you that for the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife. Verse 4. Verse 4, let's go. But Abimelech had not come near her. And he said, Lord, will thou slay also a righteous man? A righteous nation. He wasn't righteous. He wasn't righteous. A righteous nation was just bragging. Verse 5. Said he not unto me, she is my sister. And she even herself said, he is my brother. So there was confirmation from her too. In the integrity of my heart. And the innocency of my hands, have I done it? Keep quiet. It's not integrity. It's not innocence. Let's see the next verse. And God said unto him in the dream, Yeah, I know that thou didst, did, thou did this in the integrity of thy heart, for I also withheld thee from sinning against me. Did you see that? So it was not Abimelech's strength to stay off Sarah. Ooh, this good stuff. It was God who withheld Abimelech from touching Sarah. Work out your salvation with fear and tremble for fear and trembling for it is God who walks in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. That's it. This is a guy who was not born again, bro. 
So he was telling God, I, I did this now. I didn't. God said, no, 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 it's not you. Because I knew you were innocent, I withheld you from doing this. So this is not a matter of your strength. Sinning against me, therefore suffered I thee, allowed thee not to touch her. Verse 7, my last verse. Now therefore restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet. <laughs> and he shall pray for thee. The man who lied to you shall pray for you. Talk about righteousness. And some of you, because you made one mistake, you feel like you've lost your righteousness. You've lost your right with God and you, could, you can no longer pray. That's a religious mindset. Abraham lied to the man and went to pray for the man and the man was blessed. <laughs> ah, it's in the Bible though. I said, I didn't edit it. It's there. And thou shalt surely die. It says, and if thou restore her not, thou know that thou shalt surely die. That means you are dead already. But this one, you will now surely die. In case you, you know, anybody who's not in Christ is dead already. That's why God doesn't kill unbelievers because there's no use killing a man that is dead. Mm, yes. Oh God, kill the God doesn't kill people. I've said it over and over again. If God kills, Buhari would have been dead because we thought our brother would become the president. Alas, the guy is young. If anything happens to him today, it's not God that killed him, his age. That the office he took is too much for his age and he died, not God. God has no pleasure because Jesus died for Bubu too. I'll keep saying it until you get it. So all those Nigerian prayer for die, die, die. Are they dying, really? Let's talk. Let's talk. Are they really dying? No, call, call the names of the people that you have killed now. A pastor will come on stage and say, I prayed and he died. You are a native doctor and you take glory in the death of somebody who wasn't born again, saved. Eternal destruction, what Jesus paid for. Romans chapter 11 verse 6. I want us to read this together and then I'll try and teach the text if I can in good time. Let's read it together in concert at the count of three. One, two, three, go. And if by grace, then it is no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it be of works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. Do you know what this means? You have to choose one between work and grace you can't have work grace together no 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 you can't have both you have to decide i'm choosing grace or i'm choosing works but i can't use works to balance grace grace cannot be balanced by good behavior grace can only be balanced with faith in god's word by grace are you saved through faith so they are two inseparable twins you are saved by grace but you have faith to receive what grace has already provided grace makes all things available faith makes all things obtainable faith grace creator faith takes so the only way you can balance grace if there's going to be any balance in all the brothers of balance club is by faith not by good behavior the scripture says you have to choose one grace or works deputize for me look for four people at least and tell them for me grace is working for me oh i'm no more working grace is working for me 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 amen that means i'm about to go into places where i they didn't even know me but grace opened the door for me Come on, come on, come on. I'm about to travel to places and God has prepared things already because grace opened the door for me. Uh, they're, yeah, they're about to call me back 
even when my company has the least experience because grace opened the door for me i know some of you you know the uncle to call you know the auntie to call you have the the daddy to call but there are some of us that if he had not been for god who was on our side and the only thing we have is grace if this is your word open up your mouth declare grace is working for me supernatural father thank you for your word throw your weight in this building do your bidding oh god send the kind of unction that makes teaching and preaching simple and profound give this preacher nimbleness of mind i just thought strengthen my body give your people entrance at the end of the day let your name be glorified let your people be edified let the devil be terrified in jesus is much less name and everybody said amen you may be seated in the presence of the lord amen 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 grace is working for me grace is working for me say it again one more time grace is working for me that means i'm no more working grace is working for me i want to say something very powerful you can't mix grace with works because grace is working for me the presence of god in your life victory is equated with how much of the finished work you have committed to memory i can close the presence of God in your life, Adam, the presence of God in your life, Emmanuel, the anointing of God in your life, Labs, is equated to how much of the finished work you have committed to memory. Yeah. So the more you remember what he has done in Christ for you, the more you activate the anointed one that is living inside of you. Philippians chapter 3 verse 1 to 3 the Bible says Paul speaking finally my brethren rejoice in the Lord to write the same things to you to me indeed is not grievous keep the scripture he's saying I'm saying the same thing have said to you before and is not grievous because I need to keep it in your consciousness your consciousness your consciousness but for you it is safe verse 2 let's go verse two. Be, beware of dogs have you seen this thing in somebody's house before this is where they got it from philippians chapter 3 verse 2 no look at it have you ever beware of dogs and they're not telling you doesn't bite it doesn't bite just come in don't do it oh uh, just side sidebar don't say it doesn't bite then they you know it's a, it doesn't really bite before what happened today <laughs> Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. This is just a word of wisdom for you. You're going somewhere this week. You see a dog, don't enter, don't enter. Amen. He says, beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. What is Paul talking about here? Next verse. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in our flesh. So Paul is saying we are of the people who do not rely on the ability in our flesh like, like Abimelech was saying, but I didn't touch her. And God said, no, no, it wasn't you. It was me and you stopping you from doing what you needed to do. You understand that? If you read this in the message translation, give me the message translation, it will bless you. And that's about it. Friends, be glad in God. I don't mind repeating what I have written in earlier letters. So the job of the pastor is repetition. It's repetition. 
Paul is saying, I've said it before and I'm saying it again. I don't mind repeating it to you in earlier letters. And I hope you don't mind hearing it again. Better safe than sorry. So here it goes. Give me verse 2. Let's go. Stay clear of the barking dogs. Those religious busybodies. That's the dogs in Philippians chapter 3 verse 2. Religious busybodies. All bark and no bite. All they are interested in is appearance. You are not dressed like a, like a Christian. Where is the Christian dress? They actually told me, you, you, don't, you know pastors, they wear tie. They, you, know, you don't really dress like a pastor. I said, I didn't, I didn't know that there's a pastor dress. Knife happy circumcisers. <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> okay. Let me explain. You know the problem within, you know the P-square fight started from Galatians, not Nigeria. You, come on, wait, let's talk now. The P-square fight started from Galatians, you know, Nigeria. Peter was apostle to the Jews. Paul, apostle to the Gentiles. Peter was preaching the same gospel, but Jesus plus circumcision. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Peter is saying now that we are in Christ, let's just circumcise to belong. Paul is saying circumcision is by faith. The problem with the faith, the problem with the gospel is not Buddha, it's not Hare Krishna, it's something that looks like the gospel but it's not the gospel. But it's not the gospel. The biggest problem with Nike is not Fubu, it's not Adidas, it's Nike from Abba. That's the biggest problem with Nike, it's Nike from Abba. That's the biggest problem with the gospel. So the gospel problem is not, our, our, our problem is not, oh, those, those, those Muslims. No, 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 it's not Muslims. Though. It's people who sound like us, but they are not us. Like I said to you, give me the bottle of water, I'll do it again for, for emphasis. I mean, repetition isn't bad. So I have the bottle of water here, and I add something to it, to this bottle of water. If you drink it, you won't die. Now. If you keep drinking it after a while, you eventually die. It will kill you. So what they've done to church is that they've added something to the gospel that looks like the gospel, but it's not the gospel. And after a while, we've drunk, drunk. And in Peter's time, it was circumcision. Now, it's many things. It's handkerchief. <laughs> it's olive oil. The anointing is not in Goya bottle oil. The anointing is inside of you. For the anointing that you have received dwells in you. Don't be like my auntie that has four bottles of anointing oil by the bedside. One is for prosperity. One is for revelation. One is for protection. The one for prosperity is like this. The one for revelation of the gospel is full, intact. One man said, if you want to hide something from an African man, put it in the book. If you want to hide something from a believer, put it in the Bible. You all don't read your Bible. Yeah, that's the truth. Put it in the Bible. That's it. So that one is very full because that one, she doesn't need it. So I told her, I said, your pastor is oil and gas business that is running in your church. That's what it is. Give me verse 3. Give me verse 3. The real believers are the ones the Spirit of God leads to walk away at this ministry. Filling the air with Christ's praise. As we do it, we couldn't carry this off by our own efforts. And we know it. Give me the TPT translation. Let's just lay the foundation and then we go. 
My beloved ones, don't ever limit your joy to fail to rejoice in the wonderful experience of knowing our Lord Jesus. I don't mind repeating what I already what what I have already written to you, written you because it protects you. Next verse, next verse. Beware of those religious hypocrites who teach that you should be circumcised to please God. You see it? So this is the major problem between Pauline and Petrus. Peter wanted circumcision alongside with faith. But Paul says, no, this thing is by faith. The teaching of, and the message of the gospel is never a boast of what we did or can do. It's always a boast of what God has already done in Christ for us. Any believer who's boasting about what, you know, after I fasted for 21 days, if you see things, poof, things were just opening. That's not gospel. Though. The believer's boast in, is what God has already done in Christ for us. It's never what we did. Is what God has already done in Christ for us. This is why we've been interrogating in this series like we do every year and every season. What is the gospel? The gospel is the too good to be true news that is true. And this is the product of the believer. <laughs> I don't know how to explain this to you. You know how you tell a banker, what does it mean to be a banker? The banker can tell you. Tell the policeman, what does it mean? To, hopefully the policeman in Nigeria can tell you. Ask a believer... What is the gospel? That's our product, like our jollof rice. What is it's like? It's like Uche saying he can't play Doremi Fasolati Do on Kisi. Do you understand what I'm saying? That is the jollof rice of the believer. Do, do you understand? That is our product. But go around, I dare you, ask the average believer in Lagos, what is the gospel? You will see things. Um, actually, to me, there's nothing to you, there is the gospel. We have a message. That's all I've been crying about. We have a message. What that means is I should be able to go to Kafanchan and find a church and enter and hear the same message, the gospel. Because if KFC is in Lagos and you go to KFC in Abuja, it's the same recipe. It's the same recipe. That means I should be able to go to Canada and anywhere and get into a church and I hear about his death, his burial, and his resurrection. Not the pastor's opinion, not his idiosyncrasies, not what happened to him, but the message of the gospel. Because the, it's one message now. Say no, 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 no. I, I, and I'll keep saying it until it registers. Answers. How Muslims prayed in front of the the toll gate, but Christians can't do that because there are many revelations. There are not many revelations. Jesus is the revelation. It's the truth now. What is our message? If it is not truth, sorry. If it's not universal, it's not truth. Hey, don't go there, flourish. Don't go there. If it's not, because Doremi Fasolatido in in UK, in China, in Tokyo, you know why? It is truth. So one plus one is two. And the pandemic didn't change it. So if it's not universal, it's not truth. There are some churches who hear. You can't wear trousers to enter the church. You go to their U.S. church. The person is singing with a trouser. Just keep looking straight when you get home. Nod your head. eh? That's a Nigerian. A Yoruba. One day, let me see. I went to a concert, I now wore my hat like you know, Dikinadim, and you know, I saw that's how the usher came and said, 
he, he. I looked at him. See, you know who they talk to? He, he, God, he, he, God. I didn't say anything, I just continued. In my mind, I'm like, bring your hand, touch my head. Sasha, true to God, two minutes after, guess who came on stage? Travis Green. With cap. He was jumping. Ah, I went to meet him. I said, brother. Now, in, in, in this Lagos, so he finally just played. I say, brother, since we're going to be doing, may the word of God of no effect because of your traditions. And we bring those traditions to church, and then we find a scripture to back it up and say, eh, if you don't understand the Bible, come, let's teach us. No, you won't learn. So what is the gospel? I'm glad you asked. That's why I'm here to answer it. So the Jesus in Nigeria is even the Jesus in Canada. First Corinthians chapter 15. <laughs> That's a civilized Jesus. <laughs> civilized Jesus. A civilized Jesus. He's our own Nigerian Jesus. That's why labs, and if you go around Beverly Hills, California, you won't find Nigerian churches. We don't have what to say to rich people. It's the truth now. Those are your denominations. Go around Beverly Hills, California, where the man has four Bentley, no Rolls Royce. He go mix and I'll be just forbidden. Rolls Royce, Mayweather. Preach to him. Come to Jesus and he will give you cancer. Are you crazy? And he'll give you money. So salvation is not come to Jesus and he will give you cars. Come to Jesus and receive life. Because without Jesus, you are dead with your Rolls Royce. That's the message of the gospel. You're dead with your Rolls Royce. That's the message of the gospel. We don't have what to preach to them because we have a Nigerian... We have a Kaduna gospel. Okay. Pastor Obina, if you preach to a billionaire that is in Forbes... And you preach to a gate man. And the message are not the same. One of them did not hear the gospel. Or both of them did not hear the gospel. Because Jesus is one size fits all. So what I tell the gate man. Cannot be different from what I tell the billionaire. No, 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 no. It's Jesus that is the message. And it's not edited because of status. know the gospel we don't preach it we just talk i'm talking to you see we are talking now bible will talk to us moreover brethren i declare unto you the gospel which i preached unto you hey so when you preach the gospel to a billionaire he feels without christ his money is useless because once you see jesus money loses value money loses value when you really see jesus when you preach it to the poor man he becomes rich in christ so both the billionaire is now in Christ, relying on the wealth in Christ. The pauper is now in Christ, relying on the wealth in Christ. So this puts everybody in the same WhatsApp group. I'm glad though, they're hearing the gospel though. And the many people who don't like me, but they're watching me. Oh, can I prove that to you? Post something on IG, you get 10, 10 likes. 
put it on your story, you see 3,000 people are watching. So people don't like you, but they're watching you. So last week I was somewhere, I won't mention the place because Tommy was there too. One man of God was just doing one guy came to me and said, Pastor, I'm not a member of your church, but I watch you closely. So I was trying to say, oh, thank you. Guess what he said to me? At least from what you have taught me, I know this man is talking lie. That's not the Bible. I said, Jesus, my chest, my chest, my chest. See, see, you sure you know he's lying? You know from the Bible, this is not what the Bible says. I see. In my mind, I say, hey, whoa, flourish, oh. He says, so I, I'm just, I just want you to know I'm following you. This guy is lying, but they don't know. They are shouting, oh. Say, you know, say, you know. I just, you know that, I just, ah, Tommy, I'm going home. I'm, I'm tired. I've tried. okay moreover brethren I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you which also have ye have received wherein you stand so if you are not hearing the gospel you are not standing properly that's where we stand next verse next verse next verse by which also ye are saved if you keep in memory see what I started memory memory so the gospel is not something you can hit and run it's something that you must continue hearing what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. Next verse. For I delivered unto you first of all that which also I received. How that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. That's the gospel. Jesus died for your sins. So nobody should die for their sins because it's already paid for. All your sins are forgiven past, present, future. That is the gospel. That's the gospel. That's the gospel. So when you start hearing sin consciousness message, you're not hearing the gospel. That is another gospel. Another Jesus. Another spirit. Another doctrine. Forgiven. Not perfect, but forgiven. Call it work in progress, but forgiven. Call it whatever you call it. I'm forgiven. And if he says I'm forgiven and has declared me righteous, you don't have a right to disqualify me when the bible says god has called us righteous it's very important i can't determine who's righteous in this church and who's not righteous you know why i am not righteous so you need somebody who's righteous to tell you who's righteous and if you agree that beauty is in the eyes of the beholder righteousness is in the eyes of the one who's righteous so if he says i am righteous I'm righteous period you can't say i am not righteous because you too are not righteous all of us did not meet the cut of mark so he gave us the admission he wrote the paper graduated and gave us the certificate this is the gospel okay next verse let's go four five let's go let's go and that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures the grave is empty jesus is alive he's not dead hey god see trouble jesus is alive he's not dead you know why don't you do communion service communion is a memorial service you do it for people who are dead jesus is alive somebody almost told me so i had to move fast upstairs if you like, break the bread. Drink. I will, I'm not, I've been to places to preach where they do communion. I will break the bread. I will pray for you. You will not know that I have any. But will I do it? No, I know better. The bread is within me. It's within me. 
we have eaten of the bread and the bread is Christ period this gospel is Jesus plus nothing minus nothing equals everything it is the purity of the gospel Uh, all right it's okay it's okay galatians chapter 1 6 to 9 let me show you the gospel galatians 1 6 to 9 the gospel is the message of god's grace have you heard people say oh this grace message serve if you reject the grace you reject the gospel no grace no gospel no gospel no grace i'll show you I marvel that ye are soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Next, continue. Which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and will pervert the gospel of Christ. Next, verse 8. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you that we, than, than that which ye have preached, unto you let him be accursed. That means if you're not hearing the gospel of God's grace, you are not hearing the gospel at all. If it's not grace, I'm not the one who said it. The Bible is there. Verse 9. As we said before, so say I now. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have received, let him be accursed. Give me the next translation. Let me show you. TPT says, I am shocked how shocked over how quickly you have strayed away from the anointed one who called you to himself by his loving mercy. That's grace. Yeah, I am frankly astounded that you now embrace what a distorted gospel and is out there. Just a small distortion, just a little one. Next verse that is fake gospel, that is simply not true. There is only one gospel. Are you reading this thing? There's only what one gospel. The gospel of the Messiah. Yet you have allowed those who mingle law with grace to confuse you with lies. The spirit of the DJ. Madam. They mix a little law. Add some grace to it. Mix it again and give it to you. Mix some grace. Add some law to it. We call them these the, the blenders. These, the DJs. Smoothies. They mix us. Because in their mind, let's just balance it with law. Just put some things. Balenciaga, well done. You see, it says those who mingle law with grace to confuse you with lies. Verse 8, let's go. Anyone who comes to you with a different message than the grace gospel. Is this not clear enough? Is this not clear enough? With the grace gospel that you have received will have the cause of God upon them. For even if we or an angel appeared before you to give you a different gospel than what we have already proclaimed, God's cause will be upon them. Verse 9. I will make it clear. Anyone, no matter who they are, that brings a different gospel than the grace gospel that you have received, let them be condemned and cursed. Give me the message translation. And you know it's just Bible we're reading. No grace, no gospel. No gospel, no grace. When you hear, I hate this grace message, just say, ah, they're preaching another gospel, then I didn't be that too. And hey, hey, listen to me. There are people who preach the grace of God as license to sin. That's not the message. Can I tell you something? There's no fake 2,000 naira note. Why? There's no real 2,000 naira note. There's no fake 200 dollars. $200. Say this is fake two hundred dollars. No, because there's no real two hundred dollars. 
So the fact that they are, they are faking the message means that there's the real message called the grace of God. Period. So even the fake message of grace is an endorsement to the message of grace. It means that the message exists. Yes, it's reverse validation. You are validated. Let's go. I can't believe your fickleness. How easily you have turned traitor to him who called you by the grace of Christ by embracing a variant message. Are you seeing this? It's not a minor variation, you know. It's a complete other. An alien message. A no message. A lie about God. Those who are provoking this agitation among you are turning the message of Christ on his head. Let me be blunt. If any one of us, even an angel from heaven, were to preach something other than what we preached originally. So the original message is the message of God's grace. That's the original message. And like I said last week, if I tell um, Uncle Mike here and say, Uncle Mike, man, Kai, man, you're just looking very sweet today, correct guy. And I say, we should pass it to Dikin Jide. By the time we get to Jide, his flourish is gay. Because in moving in, yeah, it would have been distorted. But the original message is the message of God's grace. So go to the original message. Let me be, let me, let let him be um, because I said it once, and I'll say it. If anyone, regardless of reputation or credentials, that's where they get us. Their reputation and credentials. Do you know this guy? How old is your pastor? This, my, my pastor has been preaching for fifty years. The, the 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 year of the lie doesn't make it truth. No. No. <laughs> the year of, ah. No, the year of the lie doesn't make it truth. I've been preaching for 50, so 50 years. Who 50 years up? So if you've been wearing your shoes like this for 50 years, doesn't make it right. But I understand the day somebody shows you the right one, it will be, what is, what is this guy saying? Because that's all you've, you've ever known. So to unlearn and relearn is the biggest problem of the church. And that's our assignment as the church. Are you getting blessed today? So do you now know the gospel? His death, his burial, and resurrection, the message of the grace of God. What is the gospel? He died for me, he resurrected, and this is the message of the grace of God. That is the gospel. And I get it all the time. This cheap, this cheap grace that they are preaching, cheap grace. Grace is not cheap, it's free. They are not the same. Cheap is relative. Business class is cheap for some people. Some people are still using night bus. Cheap is relative. But free is for all. So the gospel of God's grace is not cheap. It's what? Free. For the grace of God that appeared to what? All men. is free. Not cheap. It's not a cheap message. It's a free message. Anointing and, go- and signs and wonders are good, though, but they can't grow the church. And like I've said this before some weeks ago, any church that is built on anointing and signs and wonders grows wide, but not deep. Goes wide, but not deep. So anointing is good. I dare say you're listening to me, not because I'm speaking well, but because I'm anointed. That's very powerful. Do you hear logic sound today? Anointed. Did you hear Tommy? Anointed. As powerful as the anointing is, it does not grow the church. What grows the church is the message that grows the church. It is the message that grows the church, not the anointing that grows the church. Signs and wonders don't grow the church. 
you may increase in numbers, but that's not, that's not really no growth. And I dare say the church in Nigeria has gone wide, but not really deep because we're not planted properly. And you can't feed wrong and grow right. Because you are necessarily, essentially what you eat. And if I drink Gary today, nobody will show you. It doesn't show on my face. Drink it consistently for three months. We would know that you have been drinking Gary. Because you are what you eat. You will look like Gary. The message that, and the problem with us is that we believe, Uncle Mike, that we have been saved by grace. Now that we've been saved by grace, we need to now go into works. Or we need, they, they'll tell you, let's get into deeper messages. The message that saved you is the message that keeps you. It's the message that grows you. Hey. The same message, yes, so, the same message that saves you is the message that grows you. It's the message that keeps you. It's the love of God that found you. It was not you who found the love of God. It's the same love of God that keeps you. For the Bible says the love of God constrains us. And we are all kept by the grace of God. But there's something in the man that feels like now that we have received grace, we have not received grace to walk. To walk ahead and walk out your salvation. Did you hear the scripture? Because the biggest problem with us, mom, is that a lot of pastors of that day and time did not go to school. They don't really understand English. Because walk out your salvation is not work for your salvation. It's English. So when you pushed on the nine-month laps, you walked out the baby. You didn't walk in. Walk out means it's already there. It's not walk for your salvation. It's walk out your salvation. The next verse actually says, it is God who walks in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So just let God walk in you. That's what you should be telling the believer. Not try and walk out your salvation. Okay. <laughs> so the grace message that saves you, we good, is the grace message that keeps you. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. Let me show you something. Acts 20 verse 32. Acts 20 verse 32. Acts 20 32. Give me King James before we go to the other translation. Did you, see, Paul, the, the, the writer says, and now brethren, I commend you to God and the word of his grace. Uh-uh. Can you see it? Which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them which are sanctified. Keep the scripture. Now, the English is not the primary language of the Bible. So when you see and there, it's not an addition, it's a description. So let me read it well for you in the Greek. It will be, and now, brethren, I commend you to God, which is the word of his grace. Do you see that? So and in the in the Hebrew is in, in, in the scripture here is not an addition, it's a description. So it will be now, brethren, I commend you to God, and which is the word of his grace, which is able to build you and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. So what, what builds and what keeps? Come on, talk to me. What builds and what keeps? Yeah. So if you're not hearing the word of the grace of, 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 of God's grace, you're not being built up. And you cannot partake in inheritance. And that's why we now have palliative Christianity. So we come to church to just get something. To get something. Because we don't know better. Uncle Mike. If monkey day and you put banana and put one million dollars 
he could choose banana. Because he does not know that one billion dollars can get him a banana factory. That's how believers have become. We're looking for bananas. But just, just something to just hold. So we come to church. Let me just get something. Let me just, not knowing that. And you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. So if you know the truth, you will not be looking for freedom. Because you already have what it takes to keep walking in freedom. Give me the next translation I sent to you. Message. Now I'm turning you over to God. Our marvelous God. Whose gracious word can make you into what he wants you to be. Did you see that? So the word of God is able to make you into what he wants you to be. Ah, Are you listening to me? So I'm not under pressure to deliver. Because when I met Jesus, he gave me all that I need to become all that he wants me to be. Ah. So, you know, we say, oh God, oh, don't teach me how to fish. Don't, don't give me fish. Teach me how to fish. No, that's not what Jesus did for us. Jesus became the fish. Yeah. No, no, no. He said, I am the fish. He says, I'm turning you over to God. Whose gracious word can make you into what he wants you to be and give you everything you could possibly need in this community of holy friends. So what do you need to keep hearing? The message of the gospel, which is the message of what? The grace of God. Give me the next translation. Let's go. Let's travel. Oh, I love this one. And so now, TPT, I entrust you to God's hands and the message of his grace, which is all you need to become strong. All you need is in the message of God's grace. TPT. All God's blessings are imparted through the message of his grace. That means if you're looking for something from God, it is where? In the message of his grace. You see why the devil is fighting the message? You see why people are actually polluting the message too? Because it's in the message of his grace. Amen. Amen. Grace is the doctrine of the New Testament church. Romans, Acts chapter 4 verse 33. Let me show you some. Acts chapter 4 verse 33. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the lord what is the what is the gospel his death his burial so you can put it like this and with great power gave the apostles witness of the message of god's grace great grace was upon them all have you heard people say we need power in the church power as of old Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Let me show you power. Romans 1 verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. So the gospel does not have power. The gospel is the power. So if you are not hearing the gospel, you are not hearing power. If you are not feeding on the gospel, you are not feeding on power. Because the gospel is the power. The gospel does not have power. Need the power. We need power. Powers of old. Elijah. And it's Elijah they are talking about. Power that will just come and destroy people. Did you hear Jesus rebuking Elijah? That thing Elijah did is not me. For you know not what spirit you are of. So why do you want to. So in your mind is. The Bible says from the Old Testament. None is greater than John the Baptist. Oh that bothered me. Did they forget Elijah. But it was 
John the Baptist who said, now behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. So your greatness in the kingdom is premised on your revelation of Jesus. Uh, greatness is different too. So to God, the, the people who are great are the people who know the revelation of Jesus. Not the ones who call fire from heaven. No. So fire from heaven is not greatness. Revelation of Jesus is greatness. Because until Jesus is revealed, the believer is not unveiled. It is the revelation of Jesus that unveils the believer. And we want what we call in the message translation, magic show religion. Magic show religion. Ah, now, wow. But we went to school. And you have the spirit of God. Pastor says, come, come, open my shoe. You see your passport in your shoe with visa. Will you travel with it? But for you, that's power. Power. It, power, the flow. Open your account. Ah, 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 ah. He's the one who gives you power to get wealth. <sighs> Second Peter chapter 3 from verse 15. You know Peter, P-square problem. Second Peter chapter 3 from verse 15. Give it to me. And according an account that the long suffering of our Lord is salvation. Even as our beloved brother Paul, also according to the wisdom given unto him, hath written unto you. Watch this, verse 16. Let me show you something, 16. Also, as also in all the epistles, speaking in them of things, these things, watch this, in which are some things hard to be understood. Peter couldn't understand Paul. I treated this on Wednesday. Peter, as anointed as Peter is, he could. You know, Peter walked on water. Come on. Peter walked on water. Paul didn't walk on water. Paul walked in Christ. So Peter walked with Jesus. Paul walked in Christ. So your experience in ministry does not count. Revelation is what counts. So Peter was the head apostle, senior apostle. But Peter is saying, I learned under Paul. That some things he's saying, you know, is hard to understand. I mean, the fisherman in me has not been able to comprehend in his entirety and the totality what Paul is saying. So it's not age, it's revelation. Give me verse 18. Give me verse 18. Let's go to verse 18. Give me 18. Next verse, 18. 18. Peter is advising, but grow in grace. Peter. <laughs> grow in grace, which is the knowledge of the Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. So, Paul says, grow in grace. I commend you to God on the word of his grace. Peter is saying, grow in grace. Grow in grace. Look at your neighbor and say, grace is working for me. Okay, I need to end this. So say, grace is working for me. You can't be saved by grace and grow by works. That's the problem. Yeah, you cannot be saved by grace and grow by works. Salvation is a work of grace from start to finish. I'm, I'm gonna, just going to cut this sharp, sharp, sharp. Salvation is a work of grace from start to Galatians chapter 3, 1 to 3. Let me show you something. Galatians chapter 3, one, one, verse 1 to 3. Father, thank you. 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 We will not grow by works. You saved by grace, not to grow in works, but to grow in grace. Peter says, grow in grace. Oh, foolish Galatians, who had bewitched you? You know why Paul was being harsh, being um, strong here? Peter had visited in chapter 2. 
and James. And had confused the people with circumcision and not circumcision. So Paul showed up and said, ah, why are you confused? Oh foolish Galatians, who had bewitched you that ye should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ had been evidently set forth, crucified among you. Next verse. This only would I learn of you. Receive ye the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. How did you get saved? Was it by doing rules and regulation or you heard the message of God's faith? How you get saved is how you keep in grace. How did you get saved? Thank you. Where the heart man believes, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Colossians 2 verse 6. Keep the scripture, you can go there. It says, as you have received Christ, walk in him. How did you receive him? Believing in your heart, confessing with your mouth. How do you walk with him? Constantly believing in your heart. It's simple. It's simple. Give me the next verse, verse 3. Are you so foolish? Haven't begun in the spirit. Are you now made perfect by the flesh? That since you got this by believing in your heart, why do you think you have to do something, Sister Dumebi? I want to do something. Do dudayas. I want to do something. Uncle Nicodemus, what shall I do? You know, you have to do something. Do you care? Why can't you... Just too many scriptures. I'm just I'm, give me in the message translation. You see it clearer. Let me explain what this means. I'll say this to you. Dangote is working on the refinery down there, but who knows about it? Um, I don't know how much that thing costs, but I think it's not even one million dollars. I don't think it's two million dollars. Even with the exchange rate, I don't think it's four million dollars. Can you imagine if if you will, our security man? Goes to me, Dangote, and say, don't worry. This now you have started. Leave it for me. I will complete it. That is exactly how you look when you tell God, this salvation you have started, let me finish it. Did, did you start it? Can you finish it? You crazy Galatians, did someone put a hex on you? Yahweh, are you crazy? Have you taken leave of your senses? Something crazy has happened. For it is obvious that you no longer have the crucified Jesus in clear focus in your lives. His sacrifice on the cross was certainly set before you. Clearly enough. Next verse, next verse. Let me put this question to you. How did your new life begin? Was it by walking your heads off to please God? Or was it by responding to God's message to you? Flourish, they won't like you, but it's fine. Three. Are you going to continue this craziness for only crazy people who think they could complete it by their own effort? What was begun by God? God started something you want to complete it. Tell me the definition of pride. Tell me the definition of pride. God said, no, I can complete it. I can complete it. Stanley, come. And the problem with us is a wrong teaching because we feel like 
we feel like the more we grow in Christ, the more we become dependent. He. The reverse is what we have in faith. Too. Your strength in Christ is how dependent you are on Jesus. So we don't have independence in Christ. We have him dependent. Stop telling people be strong. Where did you see it in the Bible? Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He doesn't have might to carry me where I'm strength. Want me to fall. Carry me where I'm doing. Be strong in and in the power. See, can't carry me where. You need grace, you don't need man. May God send you. Man can carry you well. Only grace can carry you well. So be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. That means I'm strong in his power and in his mind, not in my strength. I don't know who this word is for. God wants me to tell you, grace is working for you. The things that you could not accomplish between August and 2020, one ending, God is about to go ahead of you to make the crooked way straight, the rough path smooth, the gates are open to you. Now that you understand that it's not by mind, it's not by power, it's by the spirit things are lining up for you if this is your word shout amen somebody see them we're just talking grace now it's grace that brought us here no transport fail grace it's not it's not about it's grace that brought us here so why would you think you can perfect this so this message of God's grace is relying on everything. Ephesians 2, 5 to 9 message. I need to run. Good, we go. He embraced us. He took our sin dead lives. And made us alive in Christ. Are you seeing yourself in this place? No, no, no. no. What did you do here? Uh-huh. He embraced us. He took our sin dead lives and made us alive in Christ. He did all this on his own with no help from us. Next verse. Then he picked us up and set us down in the highest heaven in company with Jesus. Our Messiah. Next verse. Now God has us where he wants us with all the time in the world and the next to shower grace and kindness upon us in Christ Jesus. Next verse. Salvation. That's the word saving there. Salvation is all his idea. And all his work. All we do is trust him enough to let him do it. It's God's gift from start. do anyone because if we did something we would have said we did everything he knows human beings now look at it now he says we don't play the major role if we did we would probably go around bragging that we did the whole thing have you seen somebody who gave you 500k 
Now you become a billionaire five years. I made him. How now? You gave him 500k at some point in his life. He becomes a billionaire. So I made him. Did you fund? So God said, oh, I know this human character. I don't need any of yours. I need all of me. Just let me do everything. That's how we, I surrender all. We cutter. And then you live with your car. What did you surrender? It is Jesus who surrendered all, who left majesty, wrapped himself in the womb of a woman, made the change to the virgin womb, his changing room, and died for us. What all did you surrender to him? He surrendered all to we receive it all. Surrender's clothes. Which what did you surrender? After surrender, you went home with your car. You left with your ATM card. Okay, I'll cut this. Hebrews 13 verse 9. Let's do this. Be not carried about with diverse and strange doctrines. For it is a good thing. Oh. It's a... Oh. Pastor Obina. Ah. Hey. I, I don't... I'm trying to explain this. It is a good thing that the heart be established with grace. Now that you have a new heart, do you know you have a new heart? Oh, you don't know? You have a new heart. When Jesus came into your heart, he gave you a new heart. Oh, you don't know. That's why you keep saying, Lord, prepare me. Make me a sanctuary. And 2021, you're singing that song. So he has not prepared you. Don't you know that your body is the temple of the living God? So when we sing is, you have made me to be your sanctuary. I am pure and holy. I'm tried and true. With thanksgiving, I will be a living sanctuary for you. For you have made me. Because to me, our songs must be lyrical theology. Your song is only as powerful as the Christ in the song, not your ad lipping. So if you are there, we know you're Jesus. You did not minister to us. Your song is only as powerful as the revelation of Jesus. In do you see that last song of Tommy? We'll sing it again. It must stay here. It is Jesus revealed in your song that makes your song powerful. Or is it not different from the band and Give me the next translation I told you to put up for me. Next, TPC. So don't let anyone lead you astray with, with all sorts of novel and exotic teachings. Hey! Somebody comes to mind, I won't mention his name. And I saw the mystery of the kingdom and the heavens and the pillars. I'm like, what are you saying? Nothing is deep. Jesus is the depth of the New Testament church. If you're not hearing Jesus, it's not deep, it's confusing. Paul calls it the simplicity of the gospel. With all sorts of exotic teachings. It is more beautiful to feast on grace. And be inwardly, inwardly strengthened. Than to be obsessed with dietary rules. Which in themselves have no lasting benefit. Look at your neighbor say feast on grace now. Beg your neighbor say please. I know you like magic but feast on grace now. Find your neighbor say I know you like prophet but feast on grace now. Feast on grace. 
grace, feast on grace. Give me the next translation. Let's go. Don't be lured away from him by the latest speculations about him. It's a new move here. You have gone. It's on the mainland. Then there's a new move here. Ah, let's go. They say prayer not too much. No prayer not too much. Prayer not too much. Your mommy's pastor. Ah, let's go. Ibadan. Let's go up the mountain. Oh, mommy, put your head nida. Oh, prayer not too much. Prayer not. Do not be lured away from him by the latest speculations about him. The grace of Christ is the only good ground for life. Uncle Mike. Products named after Christ don't seem to do much for those who buy them. Olive oil, product named after Christ. Mantle, product named after Christ. Holy water, product named after Christ. Handkerchief. Enter my uncle, Harvard graduate, put one handkerchief in the car. He says mantle. It is smelling, his dad has been dead for 10 years. He says it's the mantle. So the day the thing leaves the car, his God has disappeared. How are you different from an idolatrous human being? You native doctors. Products named after Christ don't seem to do much for those who buy them. We're all there. Labs will tell we all use the oil, we all use those things. Now we know better. We just lay hands and it works. Say, but the Bible says, if anyone's sick among you, let him let him anoint it. Did you read the scripture? Dick and Perry, can you find the scripture? Let me show you something from there. You think it's the anointing that makes you well? The anointing in the book of James, first of all, is first aid. It's not, it's not anointing of the Holy Spirit. Though. It's first aid. Paul says, if there's anyone sick among you, take them to first aid first. Then bring the elders to pray. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, not the anointing oil. Look at your neighbor, say, please be established with grace. Be established with grace. One more time, say, please be established with grace. The beautiful thing about the gospel, this, whoosh, this is good. Pastor Philip, oh, in fact, is anything among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil. This is first aid. This is not an goya anointing oil in the name of the Lord. Next verse. Watch this. Uncle, Uncle Mike. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Not the oil. It's the prayer of faith. So any oil without the prayer of faith, you just disturb the persons we've won, make up for nothing. I was saying something, Pastor Philip. The beautiful thing about the gospel, this is the only religion that the worshipped lives in the worshipper. It's good stuff. That the one you are worshipping lives inside the worshipper. It's not in the church, it's in the worshipper. It's not in the building, it's in the worshipper. It's not in Rome, it's in the worshipper. It's not in Jerusalem, it's in the worshipper. It's not in Italy, it's in the worshipper. It's not in Israel, it's in the worshipper. During the pandemic, even the Pope said, don't come to church for confession. Pray at home. I said, ah, it has changed. (laughs) Because they don't know that all their sins are forgiven. So we don't beg for forgiveness. We acknowledge that we are forgiven people. Because if a pandemic can change it, it's not truth. One plus one did not change. It's that God lives inside of us. And music ministers, I beg you, MVP, 
the incredible neon. All of you here, Stanley, you must write about Jesus. Tommy just set an example today. There are songs that have stayed in church for too long because their pastors did not know better. And so the the minstress wrote wrong. And some of these people are anointed, but the message is wrong. No matter how beautiful the egusi soup is, and he has pomo, he has stock fish, and he has that periwinkle, then he has snail. If there's poison, it could do you something. Do something. So we're beginning to change our songs. You've made in me a clean heart. You purified me. You purified me. You've made in me a clean heart. So I'll always worship you. Not creating me. He already did it. He already did it. Christ lives inside of you. The Spirit of God lives inside of you. And purify. You purified me. You've made in me a clean heart. So I'll always worship you. Cast me not away from your presence. No. I can never run from your presence. For your spirit lives within me. I enjoy the joy of salvation. So now I always worship you. So I always worship you. You've made in me one to go. You've made in me a clean. You purified. You purified me. You purified me. You made me a clean heart. So I'll always worship you. I can never run for me. Where are you running to? For your spirit lives within me. I enjoy. I enjoy the joy of salvation. So I'll always worship you within me. Within me. It's within me. It's within me. You can do anything you want to do with the song. I just changed it. I was driving one day and he came up. I'm like, no. I love this brother. He's anointed. But he don't know better. Let's start writing about Jesus. What he has done for us. What he has done in Christ for us. For this is the message of the gospel. I need to close this. Now grace is not just a New Testament doctrine or the doctrine of the church. I will show you on Wednesday how John says, if anybody comes to your house and is not preaching grace, don't tell him bye-bye. You know, I thought Paul was radical. John is crazy, you. That's, yeah, that's the love man. If anybody comes to your house that is not preaching this gospel, don't let him sit down. No. Don't even tell him. Like if a pastor comes, he's, uh-uh. say no. Don't give him offering. Your offering to death is another message. John said it too. The way you're looking at me, you feel, I feel like I should show you before I go to my last point. No, I'm serious. I feel like I should show you before I go to, go to the last point. Second John chapter 1. Verse 9 to 12. Show me. 2 John chapter 1 verse 9 to 12. 
Second John. You purified me. You, you purified me. You've you made in me a clean heart, so I'll always worship you. I can never run. I can never run from your presence. Cause your spirit lives within me. I enjoy. I enjoy the joy of salvation. So I'll always worship you. Whosoever transgresseth and abided not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. Keep the scripture. So Paul is, John is saying, if they come to your house, they are not abiding in the doctrine of Christ, which is the message of God's grace. What God has done in Christ for us. He's a transgressor. Next verse. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house. Neither bid him good speed. Don't tell him bye-bye. Bible. John took this matter personal, that this is the doctrine. As if he knew that it would be distorted after a while. So they were warning that the generation will come that will not know this gospel. Once they come, please, don't, don't make them comfortable around you. Some of you, as you just go anywhere, you don't mention your name or your number. Say, let me have your number, sir. Let me, let me be calling you, sir. Are you a bastard? Why can't God speak to you? So you have made pastors, prayer contractors, like your mother used to do to native doctors. What Holy Ghost is in you, the, the lower version, is the same spirit that we have. The spirit of God is within you. What was I talking about before we? Genesis 4 verse 9. Let me show you. Genesis 4 verse 9. And then we'll go to the, I'm done. Genesis 4 verse 9. We'll go to the text and close. Grace is the nature of God. I need to understand. Grace is the nature of God. Grace is not just a New Testament. If not for grace, Israelites, see, see grace is the nature. Let me show you what happened before the law. The law distorted man's relationship with God. Moses spoiled that relationship with, with, with God. Lord, this, before the law, grace, God related to Noah with grace. Noah found grace in the sight of God. Abraham came from idolatrous family. And I, do you know that Abraham was an idol worshiper. God called him and blessed him without any deliverance service. You, because of one foul way, one marquee for Joshua, they tell you, say, you need deliverance. Abraham's father was an idol worshiper. God called him, blessed him without any deliverance service. Somebody tell you, you know, you know, don't mind these pastors. You know, their their generations have been pastors. You know, those of you who your father, you know, your only strong is a lie. When you come into Christ, it changed your genealogy. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. The blood of Jesus did not just fix your forefathers; he corrected you back to Adam, not your grandfather. He corrected you back to Adam. The new creation man has no past. He's one generation from God. God, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Period. He is in Christ. He is not lower than Jesus. Jesus is not superior to him. He is in Christ. To say that he needs deliverance, he's saying you and Jesus need to go for deliverance. Come 
out? Who should come out? Jesus. A believer can be pos- can be oppressed, not possessed. Because you're already possessed with the Holy Ghost. You are possessed with God. You can be oppressed from ignorance. You can be oppressed from prayerlessness. You can be oppressed from ignorance. But possession is a lie. The believer is already possessed with the Holy Ghost. And Jesus is not squatting in anybody's body. He's not squatting. He lives inside of you. We are not lapped in Christ. We are seated in Christ. Kayana Shekoto. We are not lapped in Christ. We are seated in Christ. You are not lapping anybody in Christ. There is space for everybody in Christ. You can be oppressed from ignorance. So even if you dream that bad dream, wake up and say, hey devil, mistake. I am now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I am the redeemed of the Lord. I have been washed with the blood of Jesus. I am not in this family. That doesn't concern me. I am in Christ justified. He is in me glorified. I am free. For he whom the Son has set free is free indeed. If that is your worship, thank you Jesus. Free. Without any deliverance ministration from idol worshiper. Said Abraham, he just told Abraham in Genesis, walk before me and be thou perfect. He didn't say be thou perfect and walk before me. Because it's in the work that you are perfected. Because transition formation, I am changing whilst I'm moving. I'm moving whilst I'm changing. I know I used to dress skimpy, but my skirt is getting longer now. I know I used to drink a lot, but I don't do as much bottles as I used to do. I know I used to club every Friday, but see me now. Saturday I'm home because I'm changing whilst I'm moving. I'm moving whilst I'm changing. My change is not a prerequisite to move with God. It is His grace, His reckless love for me. I don't know who this word is for. God wants you to come as you are. It is the nature of God. It's the nature of God. The nature of God. Nature. I need to close. I need to close. It's the nature of grace. God is gracious. It's the nature of God revealed in Christ. Is what we preach. Popular scripture. Brother Peter, Cain just killed Abel. The first murder. Let's see how he was treated. And the Lord said unto Cain, Labs, Where is Abel, thy brother? He said, I know not. Abel is talking to God. Cain is talking to God. My mother is somewhere there. By now, slippers, toneba, hot water would have reached you. He said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? Oh. See boldness. Oh. Talk about audacity. At God, oh. Next verse. And he said, what hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood cried unto me from the ground. Eleven. 
11. Give me verse 11. Let's go. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which had opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from, that, from thy hand. Verse 12. Verse 12. Let's go. When thou tillest the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee her strength. A fugitive and a vagabond, thou shalt be in the earth. Next verse. See Abel. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Stop it. It's enough. This Bible I'm showing you and I rejoice. He didn't say, oh, Lord, take, he said, ah, my punishment is greater than I can bear. I said, oh, don't do too much now. He goes, it's okay. Clean. Wash plates, mop ground, do this. What did I do? It's okay. So I keep it. so what? Does this look like a god? This is, he didn't slap his brother. He killed his brother. Grace is the... What changed? Moses, they said, we can perform before God. So Moses now brought rules and regulation that put them in problem, not God. And I showed you two Sundays ago that the law was given by Moses through the administration of angels, not God. God was not involved in that relationship. Next verse. See what God's reply. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth and from, the, from, from thy face. Shall I be, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. This is Cain's reply. See what God said. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vengeance shall be taken upon him sevenfold. Person wakey, person who? God protected Cain. What did you do? That <laughs> this is boy no kid. He said, "Now let clobo." I didn't see that coming, sorry. He shocked me. So what did he do? See God, oh, vengeance shall appear upon themselves. Forward. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should... Is this a wicked God or a gracious God? And by the law of first mention, this is the first time he's dealing with somebody who killed. He, show, uh-huh. he shows his nature is consistent. For Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Consistent. Wait now. And Cain, see, wait oh, If God does that to me, I'll say, Father, I worship you. Oh, Cain went out from the presence of the Lord. See. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod, on the east of Eden. Watch, next verse. And Cain knew his wife, and she... The man who killed somebody, impregnated somebody. One abortion from secondary school, that is why I'm not pregnant today. The devil is a liar. Already forgiven. My people are destroyed. This guy killed somebody. He gave a, got woman pregnant. He built a city and named it after his son. She they say they cost him. That's the one that God cost. Somebody will say, Lord, cost me now. <laughs> see now. The one that God cost. If Christ is the cost, I receive him. Galatians chapter 3. Cost is everyone that hangs on the tree. I've received the cost of God. If Christ is the cost, I receive him. That the blessings of God.
Let's close. Give me my text. Genesis 22. 20, yeah, 20. Genesis 20. From verse 1 to 7. Abraham moved. Oh, I feel you're not in the door. Abraham moved into a land. Before they even asked for his wife, he already told his wife, you're my sister. The wife said, you're my brother. Because it's not the first time it is happening. It happened before with Pharaoh in Genesis. So this time he got here and said, oh, I know what God is going to do. This guy is always faithful. Shebi, you would have said they are taking God for granted. Or they are taking grace for granted. He lied. They took Sarah, his wife. Sarah was such a babe. Ah. Ah. You know why Sarah was a babe? Labs, the word of God had come to Sarah. That by this time next year you will conceive and be with child. So the word of God was already working on the body. The things that were falling were now standing on holy ground. At what age? Look at your mother at home. At what age? Body was reforming. So when she entered, ah, Abimele contacted, see, babe. Babe. Abraham looked at him and said, you know, Alpha, go. Say, sister, you know what? They trusted in the, Moses had not come now. Things were not complicated. They knew the, there was no distortion. They knew the nature of God. So he knew that this one, hey, God will bring us out. That's faith. He started not. He entered. God too followed Abimelech. You are surely a dead man. You shall. You are. He said, "Ho." Because the man without you is dead. What did I do? He said, uh, somebody's wife said, no, but she said, my brother, my sister. He said, don't worry, I was the one who stopped you from sinning against me. To a man that is not born again. So it is Christ who works in us. Kadosh. Both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It is not us. And God said unto him, yeah, I know that thou didst this in the integrity of thy heart. For I also withheld thee from sinning against me. So it was not Abimelech's strength not to sin against God. Hey! It was grace that stopped Abimelech from sinning against God. For it is the love of God that constrains us. You're dealing with an addiction, dealing with something you think is by your strength. It cannot be by your strength. You need the grace of God to come out of masturbation. You need the grace of God to come out of pornography. You need the grace of God to come out of debauchery. You need the grace of God to come out of smoking weed. You need the grace of God to come out of masturbation. You need the grace of God to come out of sex toys. I don't know who this world is, but God wants me to tell you, your only way out is grace. Give me from verse 14 to the end. 14. Who's the last verse? Please find it. I don't go upstairs. He obeyed God and restored quickly. Quickly. And Abimelech took sheep. Very wise guy. And oxen. And men servant. Because I interrogated how did Abraham become rich?
wealth transfer. He never labored. He was rich. How did he become rich? The grace of God worked for him. Yes. He came with Sarah and left with sheep, oxen, men servant, women servant, and gave them to Abraham and restored his wife. For when God restores, he doesn't bring you to where you stopped. He brings you to where you were aspiring to be. When he restored Naaman's skin, he didn't bring Naaman's skin to a fresh young man. He took Naaman's skin to the baby skin. So when we're restored, we're not restored back to Adam, we're restored to Jesus. So when he restored us, because we fell in Adam, he didn't bring us back to Adam, he brought us to Jesus. Better. Oh, that's a word for somebody. Better is coming. Sister, he walked out on you, but God wants me to tell you better is coming. Brother, she left you, but God wants me to tell you better is coming. I know you lost the job, but God wants me to tell you better is coming. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. I don't know who this word is for. Better is coming. If this is your word, throw your hands out. Thank you, Jesus. You lost the car, but better is coming. You lost the contract, but better is coming. You lost the role, but better is coming. You lost the deal, but better is coming. He walked out on you, but better is coming. She walked out on you, but better is coming. I don't know who this word is for. God wants me to tell you. Get ready for better. It is your season of restoration. If this is your word, shout amen. Keep, keep, keep my scripture. Keep my scripture. Don't keep my better is coming. Keep my scripture. Keep my scripture. Keep my scripture. Next verse. Next verse. Next verse. 16. And Abimelech said, Behold, my land is my land is before thee. Dwell there. It pleaseth thee. So he didn't just get stuff. He got land. Real estate. Who? Grace is working for you. Ah, from this service, you will see grace on a different level in every area of your life. I said grace is working for you. You will see grace on a different level in every area of your life. If this is your word, shout amen somebody. Next verse. Next verse. Next verse. And unto Sarah he said, behold, I have given thy brother. This guy is petty. <laughs> He's saying now. He said, I have given thy brother a thousand pieces of silver. See <laughs> hammer. Set up. I don't know who you are. God is setting something up for you. Ah, maybe God is setting something up for you. When you leave, you will live with harvest. You will live with the role that they didn't even want to give to you. They will have to give it to you. I don't know who this word is for. God is giving you profit that you didn't even imagine. The grace of God is working for you. If this is your word, throw your hands out. Thank you, Jesus. Behold. He is to thee a covering to the eyes unto all that are with thee and with all other thoughts she was reproved. Next verse. Next verse. So Abraham prayed unto God after scamming him. (laughs) 
after scam. No, it's not. This, uh, this is fraud. <laughs> after scamming him, he prayed for him. Watch this. This is the first time healing is mentioned in scripture. Healing is not a function of performance, it's a function of grace, period. And his wife and his main servant and the bear children. It says, so Abraham prayed unto God and God healed Abimelech. Healing from a man who scammed you. And you tell me that grace is not the nature of God. Walk with this grace. Titus says the grace of God teaches us to deny ungodliness. So you know why we don't obey rules and regulation? Because the regulator lives inside of us. So we are better people. We behave well. We know how to dress. We don't scam people. We behave properly. We're not, we don't globalize what should be privatized. It's the same amen. Why? The grace of God will teach you. But what's the grace of God is teaching you? Please, you lawyers and religious people, let grace do the teaching. Don't do the teaching for grace. Let grace do the teaching. For the grace of God is patient. The grace of God is kind. The grace of God is forbearing. The grace of God endures. The grace of God sticks with us. The grace of God never leaves us. You go to the club, the grace of God goes with you to the club. Whilst you are drinking, it's telling you, you are not supposed to be here. Your body is the temple of the living God. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's what the message of grace does. But guess what? Abraham left 10 times better than he got into the place. I'm done. Stand on your feet. I'm done. I'm done. But the message is simple. From today, I stop walking. Grace is now working for me. Grace is working for me. It's not by strength, not by mind, not by power. Grace is working for me. Lift your hands in the name of Jesus. I want you to say this with all the life you have. Say in the name of Jesus. I resign from works. Grace works for me. Say in the name of Jesus. I resign from works. From today. The grace of God works for me. In the name of Jesus. The grace of God works for me. In the name of Jesus. Grace has gone ahead of me. Hold on, hold on, stop, 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 stop. There's somebody who's not sleeping because of a particular bill. God is saying to tell you, you better sleep. You better sleep. Because it is sorted. So that when you see the miracle, you will not already have BP to deal with. Go to sleep is already sorted. Go to sleep is already sorted. I said, go to sleep is already. Grace is now working for you. Lift your hands one more time. Say in the name of Jesus. This is the end of my labor. From today, grace is working for me. Grace is working for me. The places that I cannot get into, grace takes me there. Grace makes a way for me. Grace opens the door for me. Grace is working for me. Grace is working in me. Grace is working with me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say I decree and declare. Grace is working for me. Grace is working in me. Grace is working with me. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Can you imagine when Abraham returned back to his home? Abraham, how did you get this? Grace gave it to me. Ooh. 
Kinamandros tifilete taziso pratandosu. Shwena mengendito prataze ponindros tiflade. Sotro menekendiotosi. Fenemando kwashi shebrotosus. Sinenempikosus. But it won't be long, says God. You will look at yourself and your life, and your testimony will be grace. Give this to me. Grace, give this to me. Grace, give this to me. Grace is giving you something that you could not have achieved. Grace, give this to me. Ooh, what Abimele walked for years, he gave to Abraham one day. Grace gave it to me. Grace gave it to me. This may not be a word for you, so I can understand if you're standing still and, and you can shout, you can say amen, but maybe I'm speaking to your neighbor. God wants me to tell you, it won't be long from now. You will look and your testimony will be grace. Gave it to me. Look at the logic church. We're not up to two years. This is a testimony, Uncle Mike, that grace gave it to me. When people come in here, is this just one? year seven months with a branch in Abuja and a cluster in London grace gave it to me I don't know who this word is for God wants me to tell you from today when you look at your life how did you survive in Nigeria grace gave it to me where did you stay grace gave it to me who opened the doors grace gave it to me who gave you the new job grace gave it to me who recommended me grace gave it to me who did that for you grace gave it to me your testimony would be it is not by mind not by power but grace somebody shout grace i can hear you shout grace one more time shout grace shout grace is walking for me say grace is walking for me I'm, I'm so, so glad, glad you found me worthy. I can see, I can tell, and I know it's your.